Hi, this is Mo Oster, Disney's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. This week brought the hopeful news of the first 19,000 administrations of Pfizer's COVID vaccine, with tens of thousands of more doses being delivered around the state, as well as the FDA's approval of the Moderna COVID vaccine. The estimate is that between the two companies' vaccines, that there could be over half a million vaccine doses on their way to New York within a few weeks. As a reminder, nursing home staff, nursing home residents, hospital ICU, ER, and pulmonary staff, both employed and voluntary, are first on the list. As of now, it will be up to the individual hospitals to determine which departments receive the vaccine after these three department staffs are vaccinated. We have received many queries from physicians about this question. We are encouraging physicians to contact the hospitals with which they are affiliated, ask them that question, and to let them know if they have concerns. Let us know if they have concerns. As we have previously noted, both MISNI President Dr. Bonnie Litvak and other MISNI staff have dedicated countless hours of participation on a Department of Health workgroup to discuss and set forth the logistics for vaccine distribution. In addition, Dr. Litvak has appeared on numerous TV news programs across the state address concerns some may have with a vaccine. A recent MISNI survey showed that nearly 80% of responding physicians indicated that they would get the vaccine and only 7% said they would not. Please also be aware that the state set forth in an executive order this week that not only do COVID vaccines have to be reported to the state's nicest tracking system within 24 hours of administration, but also influenza vaccine administrations as well. This may require several physicians who are currently not connected to the NISA system to become connected. Disney has raised concerns to the New York State Department of Health officials about this new requirement, including the 24-hour time period for reporting. Much of our focus this week has also been down in D.C., where Congress is scrambling to finalize a year-end spending package, including a COVID relief program, with the actual deadline of today, but they could be, like I said, working into the weekend. Package is still being finalized. Congress may not be able to act until at least maybe Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday. But importantly, it appeared that the year-end package would include an additional $300 billion in the Paycheck Protection Program, including making it eligible to those who had previously received awards from the program. However, it does not appear that it would include additional funding to help state and local governments directly at least, to help them address drops in tax revenue. As mentioned in previous podcasts, New York is facing a $15 billion shortfall for the current fiscal year and tens of billions of dollars for future years. And it has been counting on money from the federal government to help minimize some of the gaps it needs to fill. Another item that Disney has been advocating together with the AMA and state and specialty societies is for a balanced resolution on the issue of surprise out-of-network medical bills. Last week, we reported that several congressional committees in the House and the Senate had arrived at an agreement on a method to address surprise medical bills across the country. MISNI raised significant concerns with this proposal, as did the AMA and many other state and specialty societies across the country. We thank the many of you who have answered our call for grassroots action throughout the last week to urge changes to this proposal. We urge you to continue these efforts over the next several days, as there have been 
multiple reports that it could very well be included in this year-end package. A particular concern is that while the provisions would appear at first glance to only apply to New York's self-insured plans, not covered by New York's surprise bill law, we are concerned that there will be pressure placed on the state to conform its law to the federal government. In particular, the federal legislation prohibits the independent arbiter from considering the physician's usual charge or the regional average charge data contained in the Fair Health database, which makes it significantly more likely that an insurer will win the arbitration. While the independent dispute resolution process itself is similar to New York's law, New York permits the consideration of both the physicians and the Fair Health regional charge data. This is a very significant difference. The greater likelihood an insurer will win the arbitration in turn gives more leverage to the health insurer to impose cuts to their in-network physicians since there is less risk to the health insurer of having to make significantly higher payment to an out-of-network physician should such a situation arise where their enrollee sees an out-of-network physician. There are also other concerning aspects of this proposal that relate to notification requirements for out-of-network physicians of available in-network physicians and rules for hospital-based physicians to coordinate with hospitals where they practice to provide service information together, even if they traditionally have billed separately. Again, the details of this are still not final, and we still do not know definitively whether or not this will be in the final package or not. So please stay tuned for further updates, and we anticipate we will provide something by early next week. On the CME front, please place on your calendars Tuesday, January 26th at 7.30 a.m. for our next Veterans Matters program, PTSD and Returning Veterans, with our faculty, Dr. Frank Dowling. As this is my last podcast for 2020, I want to thank you all again for taking the time to listen to these programs throughout Despite the seemingly unprecedented and unending challenges you all faced during the year, the physicians of New York rose to the occasion. On behalf of all the staff here at MISNI, we thank you all for your heroic service to the communities you serve and offer our best wishes to you for happy holidays and a healthy 2021.